listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I never thought that you would crab me, undermine me, and backstab me, but I can see clearly now the rain is gone. The pain is gone, but what you did was still wrong. There was a few times I needed your support, but you tried to play me like an indoor sport, like racquetball, tennis, fool, whatever. All I know is that you were tempted to be clever. Nevertheless, cleverness can impress, cause now you've been exposed like a person undressed, cause I can see through you. I'm, cause I'm the guru. Now what you gonna do when I start to step to you? And when I pay you back, I'll be hurting you but this ain't no threat so take it personal i take it personal hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we are back on a tuesday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting with you guys find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy with tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that we read them on the air as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is a taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and we can get right into podcasting guys a lot of stuff is going on a lot of things to talk about um i don't even know where to start so we will start here um last night when we were ready to we were doing the show uh we talked about um a little bit about um love is everything um and uh i've been listening to the album even more now um and i gotta say man like as much as i appreciate jay-z's growth and this album as a token of their love and like what their love is like and their love language and i honestly feel like this is an album that a lot of black people need right now but i don't think they know they need it which is kind of the sad part but you know beyonce stay ahead of the curve uh as we've said many times on the show she is a genius like that so uh i think she's already on to this next phase that a lot of people haven't recognized has to happen with a lot of the rift between black people um and specifically black cishet men and the rest of the community um but while i'm impressed obviously by jay-z coming a long way because i think lost in the equation is the amount of work jay-z has to do on himself and continue to do and continue to press upon in order to basically maintain a part of her life his family's life um and and at this point his career like who's he without her so at the you know like but this work that he's doing it doesn't go unappreciated um and i think one of the biggest issues that people have accepting their relationship at this point is something you know i talk about on the show all the time people don't like the idea of forgiving oh no no some people revel in it some people not forgiving is their brand like Mm -hmm. that's their shit i don't forgive they'll be the first one to tell you i don't forgive nothing um and you have the right to feel like that you have the right to say i'm not forgiving anybody for anything uh ever but that's not realistic um because you fucked up and at some period of time somebody had to forgive you for something that you've done to get somebody else and so um for me uh i do believe in, this is just me personally i do believe in forgiveness um, because the thing about forgiveness, forgiveness ain't for you. Forgiveness is for me personally. So I can move on. So I won't stay stuck. So I won't be mad and angry 
every time your voice comes up every time i hear your name every time i see something about you um because that's just the way i function um i know that for me i've grown a lot like everybody grows but i've grown a lot uh because uh i used to be the type of person um sweet and kind and everything like that but if you crossed me oh buddy if you crossed me it, it we you might as well just erase your name <laughs> from uh everything you was associated with me because uh especially when i was younger and i didn't know how to control my emotions and i'm as i grow up i realized there are adults that don't know how to control their emotions and realize you have to have a balance to everything everything can't be extremes in your life and i think some people get highs from these extremes uh and the way social media is designed social media applaud extremes they apply people that are extremely angry they apply people that are extremely mad they apply people that are extremely petty like you get praise for these extremes but it's not healthy to constantly be in those extremes yeah um and the thing i like too about this album is she it's not about forgetting what somebody's done to you because i think a lot of cases why people hate forgiveness because they've never experienced someone truly learning a lesson and trying to um do better and do right by them they like what we have a lot of times is something that we call forgiveness but it's not because you can't have you can't i i can forgive you obviously that's really for myself it's more of a selfish act like for me i want to move on you're forgiving you're forgiven you apologize i believe you your actions will dictate how everything else goes anyway so having this chip over you is not really a big thing for me that's not i don't get power from that um uh but a lot of us have experienced this thing where we quote unquote forgive somebody but it's really just they're gonna keep doing the same thing so it's like what's the point of forgiving somebody that's not going to change their habits they're not they didn't learn anything they can't tell you what they learned um and so we hold the power over them of i'll never forgive you then right because it's like well if i never forgive somebody you they can never hurt me again they can never let me down again although i think a lot of us are in denial you're still hurt right even even your denial of letting them back in your life is still their absence will leave a shadow like you will it will the hurt has been done already um and no amount of fixing it is or denying it is going to change that hurt that that exists um the things i found in my life that have worked has been to heal a lot of times has been when a person uh, uh does something and then we have that moment of them working and showing that they're better and we can heal from that i've done it a few times people have done it to me a few times it's kind of what life was especially before the internet correct uh before you could block and mute somebody into oblivion it's kind of what life was right um and i love that this album is not about what a lot of people have experienced which is this uh pretending that didn't happen right right you know in the song uh, love happy at the end i love that line where he uh he says um uh uh he said uh he said um uh oh she was she said he went to jared uh i went to jared in paris 
uh yeah you fucked up the first stone we had to get remarried and then he's like yo chill man and she said we keeping it real with these people right lucky i ain't kill you when i met that bitch nah all right all right uh y'all know how i met her broke up got back together like that's when he uh talks about that part and then the chorus is you did some things to me boy you do some things to me but love is deeper than your pain and i believe you can change baby the up and downs are worth it long way to go but we'll work it we're flawed but we're still perfect for each other sometimes i thought we never see the light went through hell with heaven on our side the beach ain't always been no paradise but nightmares only last one night like that's so fucking beautiful and uh i think a lot of people would like to uh aspire aspire to have relationships that can work that way and i don't think most of us do most of us have relationships that work one way either you're forgiving everything motherfuckers don't work and you're a pushover and then you basically have to value yourself i'll never be a pushover again which means now i'm not giving anybody a chance no second to you you fucking do anything fuck you stay the fuck away from me um and i don't i think both of those are kind of unhealthy they're not our best selves obviously it's idealistic because you don't have control over what the other person's actions are but it can be beautiful when someone values you the way that you value them and they do go i'm willing to work i want to make this better let let's you know show me how um and i think that me- that is the message of this album yeah and also uh for me mm, how can i say this uh for me i realized that mm, for a lot of people uh, they quote unquote they say they forgive but the forgiveness isn't truly there uh, because some people pretend to forgive to quote unquote move on because they don't want to actually deal with whatever the heartache or the pain or the hang up is like they don't want to face it head on mm-hmm. and when you don't want to face things head on you can't talk you can't communicate you can't grow you can't learn um, from the situation um, and a lot of society teaches people from a very young age particularly boys you know to be hard and be tough you know and be manly and part of that you know people better realize you're also teaching them not to sometimes not to show love not to extend certain things out to the women in their lives and things like that and i think uh for me like i said for me i've learned that forgiving you need to truly forgive and not forgive because you think that's what the other person wants Mm-hmm. because i have quote unquote said i've forgiven and not forgiven and the second anything around me triggers that it's like a fire or flame reignites it within me and it's like the wound becomes a fresh so the wound the wound actually never 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 heals like that and also when it comes back it's stronger because you've given it time to lay dormant <laughs> you've given it time to rest you've given it time to actually uh build its power and so um in my opinion i forgive a lot of times so that i can give that the i give that person power over me i this is my opinion i give that person power over me when i allow them to dictate and control my emotions so for me i'm like you know what i'm not gonna allow you to have the power over me i will always feel like forgiving is a selfish act and just just as apologizing is a selfish act because you have to do it for yourself first and foremost correct uh you can't like people lie all the time and say shit like well it should be about the other person you don't control the other person that's one of the things you have to learn uh 
when you offend somebody when you do something wrong i can only control my part of that you know if i feel like i did something wrong if i feel like what they're saying is valid hey i'm sorry i fucked up i can't control if they accept my apology i don't control what their conditions are or any of that shit you know and they may have some conditions i'm not willing to do even with that hey i'm sorry okay well give me a million dollars all right well i i see you in court like i'm sorry but i ain't that fucking sorry like there's like people aren't like these like uh fixed you know numbers we're we're all fluid right so the forgiveness thing you bring up is very interesting because i think you're it is self-work it is something and you can lie to yourself you can say i forgave this person but you didn't yeah you can um you know i've had people tell me like we're cool and i'm like all right so we cool yeah we're cool hit me up if you got a problem i don't got a problem months later man i got a problem whoa we we talked about this what like were you lying then or are you lying now what the fuck happened like and i you know but that's my love language i learned then like oh we might not be able to be friends we don't speak the same love language right like right um i'm very open and honest up front with you and you can take my words at face value if i had a problem with you i just tell you if i don't have a problem with you i ain't got a problem with you a lot of people don't function like yeah but but that's a it's kind of a yeah a lot of people don't function that way so it's kind of a a thing that people say a time a lot a lot of the time but they don't mean it correct people are just it's very rare that someone would say that to you and mean it you know um so i do but i do find that this album especially for black cishet men and black women that are either romantically involved yeah i would say mostly romantically because i don't i don't know that this album necessarily covers some of the other elements you know there's friendships there's uh quote-unquote allyship within the community there's all all kinds of stuff not that i think they aren't doing good work there but just i don't think that's what this album's about Mm -mm. but getting over hurt and healing and then helping the heal is some real shit and, the, and you cannot look at these out al- at this album without enca- the encapsulation of all three albums like i don't think this album stands alone this album is the crown on the top of uh beyonce and 444 uh or, or eliminate eliminated right. 444 mm-hmm. i think um this this is the uh synthesis of the male perspective that is genuinely concerned and caring and nurturing for their family and his wife and to himself because don't get me wrong a lot of the shit that jay-z's rapped about has been about not caring about himself too as much as it's not caring about women and the environment and other people and um black people and and conscious rap all that shit is also wrapped up in uh there has been heavy undertones of a dude who basically was nihilistic about his own life like well what the fuck i'm supposed to do sell drugs and get money what's the point of everything else i rap because i'm hustling i get money from i sold drugs because i'm hustling i'm selling uh everything i'm selling to the like uh clothing alcohol this is all hustle to me i'm the hustler you guys know me as that i'm never going to um evolve past that and then love came and kicked his fucking ass which happens to a lot of men who um 
have been told our whole lives that these other things are the achievable things and that love relationships women are all you know hindrances and specifically women beyond like the physical like manifestation of women of like sex and and being on your arm is what a bad bitch he got oh my god beyond that a lot of men have not been taught of the um strength of love a lot how many men have families but they also cheat or they brag about having sex with other people or they talk about you know uh infidelity in a positive way they 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 idolize people like don draper and tony soprano and uh so many other men who have been put on a pedestal in in fiction while being unfaithful to their family but still can be a protagonist of a show you know that that's such a huge part of our culture and for um beyonce and jay-z to kind of try to make love cool is is a step that hip-hop really needed i agree and also one thing you know that one of the hardest steps about forgiveness which people don't understand is when something happened and there's a true forgiveness there's also a forgiveness of oneself for both parties a lot of times and i think that's something that people have a tendency to overlook because the person that committed uh whatever whatever it is be it infidelity or whatever it is that caused the rift that person has to forgive themselves and that is very hard for a lot of people to do because you know we're taught not to self-reflect we are taught you know particularly with social media everything you taught you're right never change never challenge yourself never grow never admit never admit you're wrong you know never admit that you can grow and i think that through that comes a lot of pride and with that pride comes it's hard for me to forgive myself because the thing is me as somebody who is willing to forgive i can forgive you all i want to but if you don't forgive yourself we can't move on past this point and you were talking about personality wise i was the type of person who i would forgive 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 and then turn around and i like i was that person that was like okay what y'all not going to do and i would go to the other extreme which is not healthy and then i, I blame myself for the other person doing me wrong when uh sometimes you can actually contribute to it sometimes but nobody ever wants to admit that there's also a forgiveness of self in that and a forgiveness of them in that like like forgiveness is is deep if you really start going down a hole of forgiveness because the true part about forgiveness sometimes forgiveness is not the action at hand sometimes forgiveness is actually going back to the root of the problem of why you do the things you do and how you feel the way you feel and a lot of that stems all the way back to childhood a lot of that stems to relationships with brothers and sisters relationships with mothers and fathers relationships with relatives and a lot of times you have to dig that deep and go okay i got to forgive such such a for doing such a such a to me once you forgive that you can literally move on with the rest of your life but a lot of times people their emotions and their forgiveness and whatever you love is still trapped and wrapped around a 10 year old and it hasn't evolved past that yeah you might be 30 40 50 but emotionally you haven't evolved 
i also appreciate them giving us something that wasn't perfect um in an age of digital perfection correct when everybody's able to craft the image that they would like people to see and i mean none are more crafty than uh none have more craftsmanship than beyonce like beyonce is really built for this shit of like separating compartmentalizing fame her personal life her journey wrapping it up selling it keeping part of herself for herself and her family and stuff she's light years ahead of everybody when it comes to that shit i like when i say she's a genius and not patronizing any of that shit i think a lot a lot of people will not realize how much she knew where she was gonna end up and how a lot of the things that people mocked her for for turned out to be self-protection in a way that was radical and um groundbreaking and other people will probably try to imitate her take this from her at some point because nothing comes out about her family unless she tells you it she wants you to know it come on um she's never hopping on twitter instagram or whatever to 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 give away her opinions or unless she unless she wants you to know like when she dropped that uh stuff about black lives matter when she was in raleigh at the concert like and put it on her website she that's a that's thorough she thinks she does all the shit people say it that people should do in order to avoid fucking up except she's doing it already you know what i mean like you you never heard they got a 3 a.m twitter rant think about the idea that you had that shit happen with solange and she's like i'll tell these niggas how i feel about that when we put an album out and the next time you heard her bring it up or it come up uh was in the flawless remix right because yeah, you're gonna pay her for her opinion of course shit gonna go down with this million dollars on the elevator that like that's it like she's not like she's she's so ahead of the game that way and when you think about how sloppy so many uh people's quote-unquote favorites are compared to her when it comes to like having people have issues with them how much of that is own goals or just self-inflicted wounds of like you went on twitter and told everybody make america great again you didn't need to do that um you you know you got you know this woman's never involved in any criminal shit she's uh charitable uh but not even braggadocious about her charity you yeah, know all the people came out because they was like i'm tired of y'all niggas talking shit about her if y'all seen what she did and if they had to said nothing they'd have been fine with y'all niggas not knowing what they doing right and she just seems unbothered even though when her music comes out you know that things must bother her to some extent um but she's so much stronger than everybody else it's fucking it's fucking insane i don't know how she can do that her her nda game is so tight a listener of our show did strings on the album we didn't know because they didn't even tell us nobody knew they didn't know that they did strings on the album that's how tight the nda is okay? Come on! they was like i'm on the album like that i seen that moment like that's amazing um just how organized she is but all that to say like um i think she's ahead of the game too with this message which is a message of forgiveness a message of cooperation a message of togetherness a message of love in its many shapes and forms a message of having like nobody's love is perfect but love can be perfect if you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like people aren't perfect therefore everything we endeavor to do will, will not be perfect 
but love is that thing we all strive for because we think that love can make we can have a perfect love even though we're not perfect people correct and that message has just been lost in the age of just you know camps of you know these people versus that people um uh hoteps uh um uh ashes feminist uh quote-unquote uh um the um uh the the the, the pick the um sex positive sex negatives the you know the judgment the the fact that we can crop our pictures the fact that we can you know uh be lovey-dovey and take pictures on the internet with our loved ones and then when you're when when things aren't going good they just disappear you know the fact that people are all up in your pictures one month and then then you never see people talking again and you don't even know they don't like each other till years later you're like what the fuck y'all fell out i cropped that part out of my life i don't want you to know that you know i tell you what i want to tell you in an age of that it's dope that somebody said yo man this shit is not perfect this shit is not easy this shit we had to fight hard to get back to a place where where we're stronger than we were before and a lot of times uh when you do they do studies about infidelity and stuff a lot of couples when they do make it always come out stronger because you have forced honesty you actually have to confront the core issues that you were letting fester that you weren't talking about that you didn't want to resolve that you would never look at because you were ashamed you were embarrassed you thought you could handle it yourself you know uh on 444 when jay talks about failing at, at his marriage and stuff because he didn't think he was worthy of all that of love and shit and you know i look at his catalog and i say that's a dude that hated himself because he wasn't stupid like if you're stupid you can kind of do the i sell drugs to the community i don't really care about anyone with myself i'm getting bitches blah blah blah. that that's kind of a lane you can operate in when you when you're kind of dumb but when you're smart you know how much damage you did and if you have any level of conscience it's gonna keep you up at night it's gonna fuck with you he didn't make all that shit up you know you talk about how you do women wrong and shit nigga you did that shit um because you thought it was the that's what people supposed to do that's what men are supposed to do you didn't get to see a lot of healthy relationships growing up um and things of this nature so you have people imitating these these toxic masculine like figures in their lives and so to see somebody um work through that as a man is very rare in a public setting very rare but then to see a woman that loves somebody like that in a time where we are very quick to say never forgive move on fuck them team women team men let's go on insecure forums and argue with each other you know like that rift in our community is so real and it's exacerbated by people who are just saying the dumbest shit online and the meanest things and the most the they don't even live their lives that way but they go online and have these personas that that way people go on tv you have steve harvey giving love advice you know you have like it's you know you have tyrese giving love advice like it's so fucked up and we need something like this but i really think people are gonna miss it Mm -hmm. like even without with what i'm saying right now i feel like people are gonna not see the substance in this but they have gotten together they have become so much more powerful as a unit than i could have even imagined like impact on the game 
their charity their pro-blackness their outspokenness you know their um just seeing a, a woman like beyonce who's the biggest fucking star on the earth who loves black women so much you know i mean she loves black people and that's cool you know what i'm saying i love that too but she has a specific love and representation of black women you know watching this woman become one of the greatest rappers on her last album like jay-z tweeted out some shit last year about his favorite rappers and one of them was beyonce and people was like oh this nigga ha 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 uh my bad player you know what i'm saying like i'm telling since flawless i've been like yo this is it me and beyonce like uh like what's the next album is it gonna be a rap album drop one i mean what the fuck the albums just keep getting blacker and blacker I, i'm telling you trap negro spirituals that's what's next <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> trap that's, where else can they go after this shit it's so fucking black <laughs> you know what i mean it's just i mean why i know some people will be offended by the word obviously if you listen to this hopefully you're not but listen to beyonce say nigga it's so empowering she just it a, is she's a, a, a like she is this beautiful i like the idol of like you know like this woman is just the most beautiful woman on earth and you go yeah and typically when we think about that we think about whiteness right we think oh yeah so she's she's gonna be making these type of songs she's gonna be hanging out in these type of places she's gonna be hobnobbing with these type of people girl you made it you elevated you won you won the game of blackness to the point where you got to be hanging with white people that's the game in america that's what you want and to see her be like no nope not only am i rejecting that shit fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you i'm actually going to take all my black ass sisters up in the loo and we're gonna do this video okay we're gonna be getting our hair done in front of like the mona lisa and shit like fuck it like all that was missing was the blue magic she dipped her finger in and it's and it's funny because the blacker she gets quote unquote the more specific to her people she gets to her women she gets the more fucking powerful the message becomes and the more it resonates with everyone like it she's she's undeniable i've we have never seen something like this she's knocking the streaming game apart like the fact that she was basically like what she says on the on the album basically like if i put this shit on spotify lemonade would have broke all the records what the fuck are y'all talking about you know what i mean like it's that type of um uh it's just so empowering powering it's so beautiful to see and i hope people appreciate it because like i said the messaging is something we need you know i, hope, I don't know if men and women are paying attention you know i think we're we're in our bag and, and with a lot of stuff like especially involving jay-z beyonce certain people you know the hype machine and the and the paparazzi and the the public discourse is almost bigger than life so you can't yes. really get to the music Mm-mm. but i really hope people at some point take time to like enjoy this music i heard people say stuff like there's no message to the album or you know this album's not about nothing i'm like i can't believe that went over your head three albums in the making to get to get to this album the album where we go holy shit yeah because for a lot of people not trying to be funny they don't want to hear shit about love so if you're talking about love you ain't talking about nothing. like i'm just keep for some mm. people they're like this album ain't for me that's well, she is talking about love i mean don't know no, for some people they're not in love they're bitter they're oh. hurt oh. so to them if you're not talking directly to them 
they ain't got you know they don't have a a, a significant other mm-hmm. so in their mind they're like you ain't talking about nothing because you ain't give me the bops that i wanted so fuck this whole album i do think we're at a point where people can't hear forgiveness correct because it's been used as a weapon so much against people you got to forgive 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 is taking away people's power or perception of power yeah and, and maybe that's why they hear this album and they just like i hear nothing <laughs> you know what i mean right and the, and the <laughs> thing about forgiveness it does not happen instantly it does not happen overnight and it takes time yeah it's and so let me talk about beyonce for a second too though okay how fucking good is she like she's so good when i first heard this album at no point did i question her transition into just fucking rapper like just i mean you know how we give extra credit on some scotty pippen shit to like drake uh donald glover um chris brown they get all this extra credit like oh they can rap and they can sing and it doesn't matter that they can't do either one as the best on on the planet or in the top whatever like it's okay that chris brown's an okay singer and an okay rapper it's okay that donald glover's an okay singer to a lot of people and a okay rapper to a lot of people like you know we wouldn't put him up there with quote unquote kendrick or whatever like it's for some people i you know i stand for childish Gambino, but y'all know what i'm saying in general a lot of people would tell you like oh i like him but he's not blank beyonce is what those niggas are supposed to be but she doing it like if she dropped a fucking rap album right now who the fuck is gonna stand in her way i'm trying y'all think i'm bullshitting i'm looking for that beyonce rock album i'm looking <laughs> for that beyonce country album y'all fuck around she'll get some um black you fuck around and get some black opera singers up in that bitch and the thing for me is i'm sure some people you know help on the verse she's very collaborative and stuff correct but it doesn't really sound like anybody else to me especially when you mix in the singing like because a lot of these niggas be singing with the auto-tune and shit she's actually singing like it's actually like never had a ceiling in my whole life that's wearing the blue like she's really singing it and then she'll turn it into a rap and then she'll come back to sing it then she'll sing the fucking chorus and then she'll fucking be the hype man behind jay what the fuck you know what i mean like it's some lebron james type shit what jay-z officially gets to be like kevin love or kyrie irvin or fucking chris bot like where we like where he she doing so good that we can't deny him either you know what i mean where we gotta be like oh yeah and um Dwayne Wade's having a, he got uh 25 points tonight good for him but really underpinning all of this is beyonce doing all the fucking work <laughs> god damn she good she is like she keep this nigga young she sounds so houston so nigga so black so nigga and she's so talented and it's honestly it's honestly um thoughtful of her to not even try to just take over the rap game it's very nice of her. i heard nikki had to push her album back and i don't blame her but it's very nice of beyonce to give people some time off yeah do you, to adjust do you think um beyonce is like marvel because you know when marvel put out certain movies everybody mm-hmm. like pushed their schedules around mm-hmm. you know because everybody was like yeah i'm coming out and black Panther came out no 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 nope 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 not doing black history month events are saying nope 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 can't do that time you know like if you but the thing is she's so surprising you have your shit on the schedule and won't even notice it. you like but well, damn if you'd have gave me a one up <laughs> well that's what happened with nikki 
i mean we all saw the laptop we knew the album was coming nikki ain't put out the date but but that is the word on the street is this album came out nikki said okay well i'll just drop it after the summer because it's a rap you know what i mean it's like save that she and you know she was about to drop the album because nikki was doing all them press interviews so the album was coming soon and now it's time to hey plan, plan b motherfucker you got to wait to drop this cold. shit on a, drop this shit on a friday and tank if you want you might want to wait you people need to go through these nine tracks a few more times not to mention the single they put out not to mention people got the, the tickets and they they already got it memorized i'm just saying i don't know what's left after this uh for these motherfuckers um but i i just think she's extremely magnanimous and gracious to even allow other people to have a challenge talents because i don't know what else she can do i just feel like she could just be like all right well it's time to put out a gospel album and take that shit too like i like mm-hmm. it's some game of thrones type shit right now where we all are just sitting watching her do whatever the fuck she wants and hoping that she just don't come for whatever it is you do like i think she could drop a podcast right now i'll never be as good at anything as right. she is at doing beyonce ever none of us will be she dropped a podcast nigga that shit would be number one forever she could drop a podcast tomorrow we had to be like well podcasting was cool like let me <laughs> go was, find a job it was fun while it lasted y'all i remember when people used to listen to other people that did podcasts and shit and then beyonce came and nobody cares anymore nobody. what y'all got to say Mm-mm. they just wait on her to drop every you know she probably drop her shit like every month and say it'd be five minutes long it won't matter it'll get a billion downloads it won't matter you know she could just have like five minutes of blue talking and be like all right blue we gotta go and then they'd be like oh have you heard the beyonce podcast everybody heard it would listen to that shit like it's just it's amazing and then then she would charge you for premium and i would be the first bitch signing up for (laughs) yeah i man i i i like when i i finally got to like listen to it and just let it click today um she's fucking iconic man we don't appreciate her enough um which is a perfect way to transition into something else um and i'm glad i got to say this and talk about her as a genius without having to bring up uh bring it up in retaliation or something um i love that people are starting you know it, uh, it started on the, in a bad place but people are starting to call her a genius now because it's kind of retaliation because they wanted to strip it away from donald glover so they want to make it sound like oh there can only be one and if you call him a genius you better call beyonce a genius which i'm like why why not both right but they try to make it you know basically make you everyone make a false equivalency of if you didn't say this then you can't say that truth of the matter is um they're both geniuses in, in their own respects um and it was especially weird during that time on the internet to watch people that i've seen admonish beyonce's work i've seen try to tear down beyonce try to tear down her fans talk about um how overhyped she is talk about it like these contrarian ass niggas that because they're so fucking smart they gotta always tell us why the things black people like aren't great or aren't perfect or aren't good enough um and it's you know it's always you know oh uh, black people stand for get out let me tell you the flaws of get out okay but then you can't turn around and say but i don't understand why white people won't recognize us as geniuses nigga you do it you know what i mean like you tell us everything that's wrong like 
the cudgel for our shit is out every time you know and it's only in retaliation that we even acknowledge black genius and that is fucked up we you know it's oh they want to it's after they go la la land might win the oscar we go but you get out as black genius well was it black genius when you watched it in february or was it not because it can't just be genius conveniently for fucking uh, uh two months out the year then the war season's over and it's back there it wasn't that good it was y'all overhyped it y'all niggas always blah 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 you know and the same thing with you know like beyonce beyonce doesn't fuck up or do anything really problematic or say anything crazy or abuse people and shit so we don't get to call her genius because genius is mostly reserved for men or abusive people Come on. or racist and it's always as a way to justify consuming their art or to mitigate the harm they've done right mm-hmm. it's a very selfish level of genius right so that brings me to yesterday's news uh where xxx temptation uh was killed um it's they say he looked like an attempted robber and he got shot um he's 20 years old uh was 20 years old i guess um i was not a fan of dude's music so take that for what it's worth um i think that matters in this equation um i was not uh i had heard about the abuse we've read about it on the show before um i don't follow his online social media presence like that Mm -hmm. um i've seen a few videos in the past few days in the past day or so of people like he said this or he did that and i've seen people talk about how unrepentant he was and apparently at one time he beat up a a black person because he thought they were gay um he's abused multiple women he's been accused of rape um and um he uh died and a lot of mostly cishet black men have been doing the um wow this guy was only 20 you guys shouldn't be talking bad about him now that he's dead because some people were celebrating his death um some people were um basically like that's karma oh well welp you know that kind of response um people i'm not gonna you know even if they're not celebrating i'm not gonna pretend that i'm sad about it you know um there were people doing that and um i don't really have a problem with them saying those things same because you have a right to feel how you feel um more importantly uh i'm gonna try to make this point uh i'll try to do it eloquently but i'm not surprised that people defended them either because a lot of people are too busy worrying about their team of people that are like them whether that be straight black men whether it be straight black women whether it be lgbtq uh whether it be i'm asian whether it be a lot of people kind of just care that the person in their group is saying or doing some things and then it becomes a backwards equation of how do i defend this thing as opposed to is this good or bad uh i don't think people are really black or white you know you listen to the show long enough you know that um i and i don't know this dude um and but from all accounts um it seems that people are trying to um 
i think people of our age are analyzing it from our age group correct which uh is fine i think people that have platforms and stuff should be using it to analyze it from our age group just hip-hop is growing and so are we this guy's not the only nigga in hip-hop in the same way that a 40 year old person might review a kanye west album because they've been in the game for 40 years we need to get used to that we need to get used to the fact that hip-hop grew up with people and people grew up with hip-hop and they're not gonna die out of the game now they might not be the tastemaker but the same reason motherfuckers listen to joe button's podcast to hear about music who and he's probably you know a 40 year old dude at this point Mm -hmm. um you can't then turn around and say well 40 year old people have to like whoever the young people like that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. that being said the young people gonna like what they like whether old people agree or not agreed because we did yes we did um it's interesting because like uh he was 20 i can kind of understand some 17 year old kid looking up to this dude and not knowing better because they haven't gotten to that part of their life where they grow in they realize oh that's not good this some things you know you can't just gloss over and let go um there's like young people i kind of i don't want to say give them a pass but i understand and the reason i understand is because i lived in the age where we did it yes and we had to learn and unlearn a lot of shit and people want to treat the kids of today because we get to see them grow on social media and shit like they different but they're not different Mm -mm. there's a lot of things that we thought were rebellious that weren't course there's a lot of people we have eulogized mourned and mythologized and then uh put on murals to this day titans of hip-hop they not they weren't good people come on and yet you don't really feel a sense of guilt when their music plays really you don't shut down the party you don't tell you don't say take this off of social of of uh streaming services you know you don't run it like see the lord's tucker was out here destroying records when we were kids and for the most part young people laughed at her like oh this old uptight bitch she don't want us to listen to death row fuck this bitch you know i remember that you know i I remember that age you know what i mean i remember uh being the weirdo because i was uncomfortable you know this shit that i'm talking about now is not the stuff we talk about on this podcast it's not new to me i've been talking this way my whole fucking life you know so while i'm not above enjoying my my ignorant shit i love i love nigga shit i love it i come I, on i don't let it run or dictate my life but oh i consume it i consume it like a motherfucker but at the same time that was the understanding i grew up with was yeah you consume nwa you don't live like nwa and if you ever had to talk about nwa you're gonna be like them niggas was crazy you know what i mean like fuck the police was dope but i don't know about all these songs about raping and uh calling women bitches and hoes and shit mm, i can't get away with that i can't be doing that i'm not living my life running around calling my uh sisters bitches and hoes and shit at my um in my neighborhood and expecting them to just be cool with that you know maybe if i was easy maybe i just didn't have a long enough jericho i don't know but um <laughs> the kids today are doing the same thing they just we just have a different if if tupac died today and he was some 20 year old dude um the way that i know people i watch people cry Mm -hmm. 
i watched people cry when he died you know i watched people um talk about how much he meant to them i watched people uh say um he was a legend to this day a lot of people still swear he was one of the most talented gifted p artists and he was gonna grow and he was gonna change people are making movies about him now mm-hmm. uh he facilitated a rape mm-hmm. he went to jail for that shit um you can say he paid his dues or went did his time but that ain't really exactly how this works in 2018 anymore you go to jail for some shit that don't mean people gotta forgive you or let it go people go he's canceled quote unquote now i'm not saying they have any true effect because a lot of these cancellations is you know yeah, not nobody really get canceled. you right. can't even cancel yourself if you tried right so but the point being a lot of people that are out here saying those kind of things or were out there saying it now back then they weren't saying it because they were young not saying they didn't know any better but they know a lot better now and so for kids i feel differently than i feel for adults like for the kids i'm like this is your turn to learn i hope they do read what these adults are writing because adults have something to add to the conversation i wish i read more of adults when i was going through this kind of stuff when i was a kid to know what adults thought about tupac and big and stuff you know that that influence we don't have uh the same influence of like a minister ferris farrakhan is problematic as he could be but a dude that would come in and be like i'll squash a beef between two parties so no one gets killed you know we don't have that anymore and with youtube and twitter and facebook and shit these kids man they hop on this internet and they can be saying the most savage ruthless shit from a thousand miles away but they got concert dates they got tour dates they got interview dates they mm-hmm. they got baby moms they got family they gonna be somewhere and they can get caught they can get got so it's not um they may feel more safe in the age of trolling in the internet but these niggas ain't safe you know it's easy to kill somebody if you want to you just gotta want to and i think people kind of forgot that lesson you know um anyway my point being um this dude's dead um and then uh much the same way that i said about erica Gardner on this show and I, i'm staying consistent i'm not gonna be hypocritical i think a lot of people are being hypocritical because mm-hmm. they felt totally different when it was erica Gardner. yes they did and they went oh so y'all gonna bring up she made mistakes she died young she could have grown y'all don't know how she really felt but now that it's this dude there uh no no forgiveness fuck him it's different he on the wrong team and i'm like it's kind of the same though you don't get to tell people they have to forgive somebody because they dead right you don't get to tell somebody um that their age is a mitigating factor in um the kind of person they were because to be honest if you victimize me at 20 i'm i what about me <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't get to just say for me what what's important and wasn't oh, it's more important that we recognize this man's music than what he did to you no one gets to say that you know no one gets to say to the other people that are affected by his abuse how they gotta feel about it you know what kind of fucking tyrant do you have to be to think you can dictate that shit to somebody else you can't you know and the only thing you can do is if you're personally not bothered by it 
is either shut the fuck up or move the fuck on but getting out here and putting your rep on the line arguing with people over this shit the blowing just burning your brain to the down ground like i've seen people do uh michaela cole was one of them and people love her mostly black people i don't know what she doing you know but people are out here just jumping in front of a bullets for this shit you know um rappers other rappers are coming out like you know with all this empathy and sympathy for him mostly black men um that they didn't have for the people he abused when they had all this he was going to get better he was gonna he was gonna grow i didn't see you taking him under your arm trying to help him grow i saw you consuming his music from a distance giving him props and that's about it defending his bullshittery by saying other people have done bullshit that's what i saw i ain't see a lot of like this dude's alive and i care about him and he's my brother he's out here doing fucked up shit i'm gonna reach out to this dude and take him under my wing and show him that's a better way i'm gonna i'm gonna see if we can get this guy some help i didn't see that i mean if people were doing it they damn sure wasn't as vocal about that as they was vocal about making sure he got exonerated on his uh you know on his on his way out and that's a real impact and people see that survivors of abuse see that in your family and your friends they see how you how you the where you extend your empathy and where it comes up a little bit short what you talk what you speak out about who you decide is sanctified and who's not who's off limits and who isn't um that's some real shit so it's been interesting to see people basically turn into um i can't think of a better word than apologist for a guy who seems by all accounts to have done some pretty horrible things to people and we don't carry this empathy when the shoe's on the other foot right like we don't allow um people that like if a racist person kills somebody or abuses somebody and we find out about it we don't allow all this fucking growth i ain't really seen a lot of black people make the case for well this person's growing dylan roof's growing every day or george zimmerman's growing every day or um even these like racist people that just say stuff like nigger 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 on their fucking snapchat i don't see a lot of people making the case for well they're young and we need to allow them to you know to grow and one day you know they'll be a better person they're they're just 20 i don't see a lot of that you know we have to examine where the fuck we put that empathy man where we make that case because that case says a lot about you now i'd much rather people be honest and say i like his music more than i like the idea of you know um him not abusing women or whatever i just like his music and i don't care because i can actually identify with that because most of us can identify with that because we all have a thing yes everybody has something that they're like i fucking love these movies but god damn i know they bad i wish this nigga wasn't in it you know right. <laughs> like that kind of thing right but that's not what it is and a lot of people think that people are defending him because of his music and his impact that's not what that's not what they're doing the the men that you see defending this dude are defending their own misogyny 
you know that's what they're defending they are brothers in arms they're united with this dude they're defending themselves because they see themselves in this dude whether at 20 whether at 50 whether at 30 they see themselves in this dude his attitude towards women his whether it's his music the idea that him being depressed somehow mitigates what the fuck he does to other people they see themselves in that and that's the that's kind of the the okie doke to all of it we've always seen ourselves in all these problematic ass men right all these men that you we put on the pedestal in the game it, they are on the pedestals because we do identify with them on some level we want to have as a, a rich uh life surrounded by money and women and fancy cars and miami beaches like rick ross you know but rick ross expresses the idea of if a woman is getting any money from him even for work related things he wants to fuck her a lot of men don't have a problem with that and if they were in rick ross's shoes that's exactly how they would operate the only reason they seem above it is because they're not in that position right and they have no uh impetus to un to, to cleanse themselves of these notions uh because they'll never be called to the carpet on it and that's why they extend un, undying empathy for these for these dudes the same men that that like hold black china's um mothering against her that still hate amber rose for the slut walk there's no evolution that they will allow for a woman you know the men that say if a woman has a a a sex tape leak she's garbage and trash for the rest of her life and nobody can marry her because you're gonna have to deal with that forever and that's just how it is it's just real nigga shit and yet they would attempt to wash the stains of abuse off of a 20 year old dude that is you know to a certain extent not really repentant you know um that's what i've been watching happen for the last 24 hours and uh it just all makes me sad same you know it makes me think about why the fuck we need um love is everything because it's this and i did an experiment today uh i went on twitter and i searched um his name and genius tweet after tweet y'all he was a genius i'm not saying i'm not here really to say he's not i don't consume his music i don't know but but yeah. what i want to say is this i told y'all a couple of months ago when we did this is america we were talking about it genius is mostly seen as a male and a white thing not because those are the only people who are genius Mm-mm. but because most of us who consume art use the word genius as a shortcut to either cut off criticism or to mitigate harm done by fucked up people so we call people genius because it's easier than saying they were wrong and i'm not they were wrong but i still want to fuck with their music or their art so what we do instead is we make it sound like we're missing out on something you know i've listened to people that like i said that just a month ago we're talking about why don't we call beyonce a genius enough but when you know 10 years ago when they talked about r kelly they would say i can't stop listening to him because he's a musical genius or i still listen to his old stuff i mean he's a genius you know kanye west hey man he done he said and done some really outlandish fucked up things man but you gotta admit he's a genius 
yeah he called himself a genius but we didn't have to take up that torch a lot of people took up that torch not because they really think he's a genius but because if i say he's a genius how can you ask me not to listen to his shit i'm supposed to miss out on genius because what he said some problematic things about race why you know chris brown you know i've seen people say he's a genius right but but is he a genius or did you not want to say i'm gonna listen to his music even though he definitely beat rihanna yes he did and he's had multiple restraining orders with other women he's always in some shit he's been in court in and out of court many times i don't want to give this nigga up okay so i'm gonna bring up his age i'm gonna say he's a genius because the truth of the matter is if i if i that'll stop the discussion quicker than if i say maybe i'm fucked up and part of the problem i don't know but if but if we could accept the commonality that we're all part of the problem we would be much better off have much healthier conversations but we're not gonna have them because we gotta be able to call something a genius i looked up at the same time today experiment i also looked up roseanne Barr and genius yeah as 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 you think many results mm-hmm. many comedic genius she's a genius she's so smart she's her show she's a, a genius show creative genius the the visionary genius of this comedy yeah and all those people are mostly defending her from being racist i'm on to something with this genius shit y'all so when we say why are men called genius because men are the ones who are more fucked up why is genius seem to operate in the realm of whiteness for the most part because white people are fucked up so they they get to be geniuses because it's the only way to say i still absorb the fucked up shit that this person does it's that's some real shit i didn't mean to stumble on it but i fucking stumbled on that shit this year and i ain't letting it go go do the experiment yourself you know and like i said i saw beyonce getting called genius today too but i feel like after the donald glover thing a lot of people have kind of gone out their way to make sure that she is called a genius even if it was in a weird way to spite donald glover i don't give a fuck how you got here welcome to the party thank you keep that keep that energy up (laughs) keep that same energy don't drop it don't drop it stop waiting for people to do fucked up shit before you can say they're a genius come on there's a lot of people that aren't fucking abusing people and shit they got just as fucking smart just as genius just as central to your fucking entertainment but you don't even think of the word genius because they don't fuck up like that you know like let's let's give credit where it's due we don't have to overhype somebody's um artistic um merit to mitigate how fucked up they are because that's really what a lot of this shit is yeah so this has been my ted talk sorry thank you for for, attending i'll talk forever i'm sorry karen oh you good that was just on my mind a lot today just watching people react like jadina was on twitter uh for those who are so woke that their compassion is asleep remember this if malcolm x was killed at the age of 20 he would have died an abuser a thief an addict and a narrow-minded depressed and violent criminal so i believe in change for the young my point here is not to equate malcolm x malcolm with xxx but to point out that a young lost kid can evolve into something greater i do believe karma was at work however so i pray that men heed this warning that we revere women more than any generation before us i i I don't know why the fuck people jumping on that grenade i'm not why even jump on that grenade dog you're doing just fine 
and that's when i say i have to believe that it's the commonality of men to be trash that we would even see this dude and go i have to say something to defend him Mm-mm. sometimes you can let a sink just ship just sink on its own i mean a ship sink on its own yeah i wonder where this energy was for erica garner for the for the dudes who are just now only popping in to say a young person like consistency is key for me hypocrisy just fucking everybody has it i have it we all have it but god damn that shit just some days you just see it, it's like it fucking slaps you in the face because you're like y'all don't care about nobody else oh no when people call us the fucking white man of uh, the you know the white people or black people like this is it you know this is the shit this is how fucking white people feel bad for cops that kill black people and you're like there's this big ass fucking thing you're missing that actually is the problem but you're more worried about this nigga's feelings and he's dead the survivors of his abuse are still fucking here what are they supposed to think about our attachment our love our exaltation of this man because die like what are they supposed to what's the message i'm sending when i'm telling you how much i have to love this man and i can never judge him and this is an age where you cannot say anything do i think it's sad a 20 year old person died to be honest i do think it's sad that somebody that young died i feel sorry i'm sad that his fans that are young specifically um are going through this because we went through this when we when it was tupac when it was big when it was big l like we went through this and we didn't have a critical lens of examination in life to truly go back and have perspective and be like yo was i really fucking with a dude that i knew held a woman down so she could be raped is that a thing that i fucking thought was cool you know what i mean like like outcast they had a line on their album where it was like fucking a nigga like tupac up and and i i listened to that and thought yeah women out here fucking tupac up you know what i mean like i but i have i'm older now i have the merit of I, i'm able to to have the luxury of self-examination now i didn't have that as much at a at that age i didn't have that um uh, the analytical capital at that time that i have now so i think that that shit matters and i would allow for these young people to do that because i I don't see any point in the like i think adults should definitely put out on their platforms and stuff but you're not going to get it by going to chastise the youth if anything going to run them further away come on because that's exactly what happened in our generation like part of the reason that luke and and some of these more uh quote-unquote cringeworthy acts came up under us is because adults chastised us mm-hmm. turn off that hippity hop da 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 you go well now i want to hear the most fucking outlandish shit ever most violent vile shit like fuck that i'm doing we talking drugs we talking pimping we talking fucking beating people like killing people we want the worst because y'all won't even let us have uh the old like just to the hip hop a hippie dippy dippy like you said that shit was bad well i got some bad shit for you <laughs> right like that's what happened and i wonder if we're doomed to repeat that cycle if this is something generationally will do to the young people today and that's why they're gonna find these like xx temptation dudes and these six nine dudes and that's why they're gonna put them on a pedestal because adults are making them more cool by telling these kids how they can't listen to them or they shouldn't listen to them or how you know like saying like they're almost raising their star further 
as was done to us he agreed so i I don't know that that's the right solution but what i do know is niggas my age need to chill the fuck out because your black ass does know better you're not confused you're not fucking uh (laughs) this isn't a a tough call for you (laughs) you're just thinking about 20 year old yourself and how trash you were and going well i guess i should da 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 now i don't know if you was out here beating people i don't know if you was out here fucking attacking people raping people beating up people uh in homophobic like hate crime type fashion i don't know what the fuck you was doing i can't speak for myself what i do know is even 20 year old rod knew that shit was wrong and didn't do it and we're it is not above the comprehension of a 20 year old person to know that shit is wrong come on now they are actually really smart and bright and intelligent and i'm telling you right now truth be told statistically they beat our asses in every level less teenage pregnancy less stds higher educated now they might not make as much money when they graduate from college compared to us statistically but they beat us in other fields a lot of times people fantasize and they just think their generation was the best generation ever nigga we was the crack epidemic era like do people forget that the same people that thought 14 year old girls were grown enough to have sex with r kelly are the same people that think a 20 year old man was too young to have been set in his ways i mean that's that that shit takes the cake you know and we only do it when it's one of us we don't do this shit for other people we just don't we are so selfish within our own group it's us first fuck everybody else right is everybody else is piece of shit except for us and nah we have to be better than that i'm sorry but um i and like i i can't really um speak on this dude's work you know so i can't even really speak to that shit i wasn't consuming it other people that were probably going to have a lot more lenient stances and ideas about this just on the outside looking in trying to have as much compassion as i can have i still can't put this dude ahead of all the damage that he did to people because i know i wouldn't do it if it was just some fucking white dude i know i wouldn't and a lot of these motherfuckers know y'all wouldn't either so what's up with the act is it compassion for him or is it compassion for your fucking self because you hold these mentalities and ideas and you want to make sure that your patriarchal status is protected at all costs above and beyond the safety of those around us the number one thing is that we have to be the fucking tyrannosaurus rex that is eating on the top of the fucking food chain and everybody else eats after us and that is what he is his death has become a symbol of for a lot of people protecting that status of cishead black men even if they're abusive we have to make sure that they stay on the top of that pedestal because nothing should be able to get us off of there if there was any motherfucker on the earth that you could just be like i'm not gonna give a fuck this is the time and a lot of niggas who normally do talk about how they don't give a fuck i don't talk about this why y'all let shit bother y'all are the first person to jump on top of the casket on some why lord why 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 not my baby shit right now come on now it's so transparent it's so obvious and it's it's it's, it's actually 
insulting to watch men that would pretend to be good uh promote being good jump over themselves to prove how much they identify and uh sympathize and empathize with this dude I, I i don't like i said man this is why we need love is everything because a lot of niggas need to learn how to detoxify themselves and to heal um you're way too old to be defending this shit like it's like if i could find some level of empathy for him dying at 20 i can find none for you at 30 40 50 defending this nigga i have none for you because you should know better and you don't and you weren't saying shit to try to reach this dude to help him get better or dudes like him to help them get better but you're a damn sure jump on top of the fucking casket to make sure that nobody misremembers <laughs> that nobody actually properly remembers that this dude as an abuser nobody's allowed to do that nothing to see here and like I, and it wasn't as pronounced with erica gardner because honestly she was an activist she was in the street she did a lot of work but even with all that you're still a sum of a lot of moments and she had some fucked up moments towards lgbtq people man it was and there's not a good way to to encapsulate there's no good way to to gloss over that and yet still you know she had to take them them lumps her family had to take them lumps people that know her took them lumps nobody need to jump on front of that but i saw people jump in front of it and it'd be funny if i was a more petty person i go look through people's archives right now and and find exactly what they were saying a few months ago about how she was too young and you can't judge her and da 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 but now it's this nigga's judged and forever and da 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 like it's just the slippery slope on this bitch you know i'm sure we all do it but it's just interesting that where people draw the line and what group you belong to wow all right that's all i have to say about that nigga karen i'm sorry did you want to add anything oh, no nah, you good cause i know you didn't follow the story really because you know i'm black and old so every time you bring his name up i'm like who yeah I, i've just seen so many people with the hot takes on it i wanted to drop mine in context on here because i wouldn't even say this on social media because honestly most people would just try to take it out of context um oh and the dude six nine said he uh need to stop all his trolling after this dude died shit got real didn't it shit got real right yeah a lot of people better realize shit got real so all fun and games so motherfuckers start killing people and then all of a sudden it's like maybe i need to stop telling people come kill me and shit uh you know when they actually will fucking come kill me whoops <laughs> so ridiculous man but it's yeah you have to laugh to keep from you have to laugh to keep from crying man uh, he said i'm just thinking sometimes i do too much trolling and tomorrow's not promising i feel like someone might get the wrong image of me you could be here today and gone tomorrow he then went on to say the late rapper was always good to him while also giving him advice about his music the rapper also speculated that there are probably many people out there looking to kill me while saying he has been taking his life for granted uh so yeah and that and that xxx temptation dude had a um had a video before he died talking about how he wants to leave a good legacy and da 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 da. I'm like, you, you can't just talk that game. You gotta, you gotta fucking do it. You know, like that's the thing. Like people skip over the fact that he 
could talk a good game and i and, and like i said very similar to Pac in my in my mind very similar because that was why a lot of people love tupac is because at his right. highest at his highest moral peak he could be a paragon of virtue you know he could be a dude that made you feel like oh he sees me and he speaks for me you know he can see be a dude that sees the plight of a young black girl who gets pregnant um and brenda brenda's got a baby mm-hmm. you know he could do um uh dear mama you know an ode to his his mother who you know while dealing with crack addiction raised him still and it's so forgiving and empathetic and understanding it, it can make you cry it's that strong of a song but he can also be the dude that said yeah i fucked your bitch uh you know uh yeah uh you know um uh, fuck your bitch in the click you claim west side when we ride come equipped with gang like he can still be that dude you know he's the same guy on get around as he is on heaven got a ghetto like people aren't one way all the time no, and and i feel like for the kids this is their time to go through what we went through i'm not judging the kids on this nope because we like some horrible people big pun beat his wife on camera i didn't even find that shit out till like three years oh, ago i didn't know that either right but god god knows how many times i've puerto rico come on talk about my how many how many times have i fucking you know don't want me a plan no more i'll probably listen to that for the rest of my life without even thinking about that shit but he did do that shit you know dr dre and d bars i mean niggas were just celebrating the nwa movie two years ago hoping that it won an oscar we are complicit because our generation led to this generation we begat this shit and now we're trying to say well i'm 40 and i realize how fucked up that was so you kids should already know that's not how any of life works Mm-mm. some of y'all got kids and you know that ain't how that works come on the lessons you can impart are the lessons you can impart but part of the reason kids don't receive those lessons because they haven't lived them yet hopefully this is their moment of living these lessons and being and one day they'll look back and go wow that was a crazy time i hope so me too but they gotta get a chance but you old niggas no passes you should know better <laughs> Uh, national bailout groups uh posted bails for dads so they could be home on father's day wonderful for all the people that did the uh well y'all bailed out the mothers but what about yeah they did that too duh um yeah so national bailout is supported by a variety of social justice grassroots groups such as color of change the movement for black lives and national bail fund network on uh, june 14th the philadelphia community bail fund bailed out at 10 black dads local organizer candace mckinley told the philadelphia tribune we're just happy that we can help these men return to their family and loved ones in time for father's day yeah it's interesting too because i i, I wonder how i guess it's different with men you probably have to see what they're locked up for too yeah and to make sure that they're not getting out and in abusive situations and shit correct which is probably a concern you have less of with women but i guess you'd have to check everybody's record to make sure they're okay yes sir um but uh let's see what else happened um family matters star darius mccrary uh child support has been reduced to 29 dollars a month oh yeah 29 yeah you may know him as eddie winslow oh on family matters 
he didn't get him a long way yeah uh he had to move in with his aunt and uncle he owes the iris ninety thousand dollars and he couldn't afford to require a visitation monitor to see his daughter um he hasn't really been working so um he uh had to reduce his child support he allegedly reported his income is 462 dollars a month um based on that figure his monthly child support payments were reduced to 29 dollars a month it's required to pay for 50 percent of his daughter's health and medical costs too how can you even afford that with 452 a month that ain't even lunch money his daughter can't never get a code ever that shit that don't even cover copay i know he'd be mad as hell girl why you getting third flu go ahead and get uh dimetap you know it's cheaper i can't afford half half a damn third flu i can afford half a dimetap maybe okay get some cough drops instead what about some hot not, tea not the good kind don't get no recola sip on some hot water yeah get these uh public cough drops right man so yeah they got him he was just working too oh well um let's see what else i think i'm gonna skip fucking with black people today okay um but i am gonna talk about the trash because man I, i'm gonna talk a lot this episode sorry everybody <laughs> can feel free to chime in i know i'm talking a lot i will i will all right um let's do some taking out the trash then uh because we need to throw this nigga tris harwick in the motherfucking trash and uh be sure to turn it down we definitely got to talk about this oh yeah let me turn the volume down thank you that's a good catch i know jeff somewhere like oh man my ears So Chris Harwick has been pulled uh AMC has pulled him from their Talking Dead show like they're not even doing the talking shows like Talking Dead talking I guess whatever Badlands Yeah they did one after Preacher Yeah Preacher which comes back like I think maybe this Sunday mm-hmm. Um shout out to my show that's my show y'all Yes Um anyway they've had to pull him from Comic-Con panels everything because uh, he's he's a big part of nerddom and the way that nerddom is set up he's he's the ryan seacrest of nerds essentially literally he be on everything Mm-hmm. so amc issued a statement announcing this removal of several shows and events associated with the podcast and talk show host chris harwick including the second season debut of his show uh talking with chris harwick which was oh that's right because they normally would do that during the off season of the show yeah and it was just like a talk show correct yeah it wasn't even about specific Mm-mm. like shows anymore and it's, it's, invite, it's, it's almost a way to get him on all year round truthfully mm-hmm. um the news comes in the wake of allegations made by actress and cosplayer chloe dykstra who recently posted a medium essay in which she gave details uh, a first person account of sexually and emotionally abusive relationship with a podcaster turned media presence one that many have assumed to be hard with her former boyfriend of several years 
AMC's statement emphasized the network's long positive working relationship with Harwick, who hosts this Walking Dead after show Talking Dead, but made it clear that the network takes these allegations very seriously and they will uh, assess the situation. Um, um, talking with Chris Harwood will not air on AMC and Chris has decided to step aside for moderating planned AMC and BBC America panels at Comic-Con International in San Diego next month. Yeah, it's interesting that choice of words there. Decided to step aside. I know you had brought that up in the car. Yeah, I, you know, words mean things. Yeah, because as opposed to saying, um, we're forcing him to step down it has to look like it's his decision of course and uh probably you know lawsuit wise and shit that may come out of this if he tries to file for some type of wrongful termination blah 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 um and or it may have really been his idea mm -hmm. but i doubt it he released his own statement last night denying the claims made in dykstra's essay and he said he was heartbroken to read the piece and stated that he never sexually assaulted her um which i find kind of um interesting that um that was his response because i did read her medium piece and uh it's extremely uh uh detailed i'm sure it's triggering the people it's very uh you know she's talking about um emotional abuse she's talking about dealing with her with an eating disorder um the way he talked to her the power differential in the relationship like 20 years older than her when they met they met at a con so he's already kind of in a power position anyway um he um uh kind of dominated her in their life uh which a lot of you know men can do with younger women um mm -hmm. a lot of the nerd culture around women and is very much misogyny um but they feel like they're entitled to it because they're not football players and shit come on i'm a good guy so i should be able to just fucking treat you like shit because i'm a good guy they mm -hmm. don't really want to be a good guy they just right. want to refer to themselves as such right you're no different with the actions mm-hmm uh but yeah she said uh struggle with such a uh such great a great fear of talking publicly about my experience with long-term abuse there's an explicit danger putting my personal professional reputation online it's so easy to make judgments about someone you don't know personally or maybe do know personally but not well it's the same both ways did they didn't they i'm here to tell my story not necessarily intending to point my finger at the man who did it though that may be an unfortunate consequence for him but for a different reason um so she said she wrote this to get closure as she approaches her 30s finding stability quite simply she wanted this out of, i want this out of me but more importantly number two a warning like if you're dealing with this dude be careful um so she met this dude and uh the relationship started out poorly within two weeks rules were quickly established some of them included i should not want to go somewhere at night my nights were expected to be reserved for him he had a busy schedule this alienated me from my friends she couldn't have close male friends unless they worked together all photos of male friends were to be removed from my apartment this is heartbreaking for me as my best friend happens to be male and this is within two weeks who moves this fast uh so uh first of all all these niggas that you know in your whole life gal. that sounds very uh controlling and you know uh it's hard when you lose friends due to somebody else being controlling yeah 
uh he since he was sober she couldn't drink alcohol uh i know she had a glass of wine with dinner that's going to stop he told her uh which is another thing too though like um people were looking to try to find an excuse of like maybe this is back when he was dealing with his drug and alcohol abuse days now nah, he did this shit stone cold sober cuz uh she was not to speak in public places elevators cars or drivers restaurants where tables were too close as he believed that people recognized him and were listening to our conversations our dinners out were usually silent him on his phone who the fuck can do that don't speak to me essentially uh five i wasn't allowed to take a photo of us eventually he softened on this rule but was very stern about me asking permission those are just a few of the rules and i made a choice to accept this controlling behavior and he just left his long-term girlfriend and i assumed that he was going through some serious emotional discomfort this is a huge mistake yeah that's another thing with these nerd dudes man they really are good at making themselves the victim like i have this controlling behavior but it's because girls don't like me or they treated me bad or whatever like um and they'll use the girl who did them wrong in fifth grade to be the reason i can whoop your ass because i never got over that so it's your fault Mm. um our first convention together at comic-con he instructed me not to leave the hotel room he went to parties by himself and he got a famous actress's number with the intention of dating her at the same time as me i found out months later and couldn't bring myself to say anything because by that time my self-worth was in the toilet yeah that's something that abusers do a lot uh they date women that uh, have like this high self-esteem low self-esteem high self-esteem and they slowly okay. chip at it till it becomes low for some, oh. for some women like line i tell me funny some people yeah some abusers they go low they all low but some abusers go high and mm. just chip at just chip and next thing you know people realize that one's personality is changing mm. she don't go out as much she's cut her friends and so they they, they chip at you mm-hmm. until you get to the point where your uh, self-esteem is low they, Everybody, break, they try to break you right okay. right a lot of people assume that abusers always go out to somebody that's already broken that's not so mm. uh let me go to the next section because we're about to get cut off guys we'll be right back um that's a great point though yeah i didn't even think about yeah because that because the cliche is you know you find this girl who already doesn't have believe in herself you target this person blah 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 um and and that's what abuse looks like yeah because for some men there's nothing worse than a confident bitch there's nothing worse than a woman that is very confident and knows what she wants and know how she wants it and is very demanding and 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 loves herself and some men actually treat it as a challenge to actually, to actually um get a woman to the point where she's quote unquote broken down and she feels worthless and she depends on him like 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 that like that really is a thing you know um it's like you know it's like does something to his masculinity how dare you you know uh demand this authority or demand my attention you know it should be the other way around and that happens to a lot of women too and that's part of abusive behavior that people don't want to talk about because everybody assumes that everybody's aiming low nope some people go for the most confident confident person in the room and that's who they target i was quickly pressured to take an on-camera job at this company i didn't want uh uh because he insinuated i would be ungrateful to not accept it uh scared to upset him i accepted the job but i refused payment for my work (laughs) man 
that yeah you should have took that check uh philly's uncomfortable about the whole thing but i but i i get it too because you don't want to be financially dependent on this nigga but at the same time like clearly this is about control anyway of course that's that's all it is is about um control and the thing about control that people who have never been around controlling people like abusive controlling people and have never been around people like this they don't understand that the control doesn't happen instantly you know and a lot of people who've never been in abusive relationships and shit like that sometimes they get on your nose when they talk because you go well you really don't know what you're talking about because you've actually never been in an abusive relationship and dealt with an abusive person and had to actually deal with it so you're just talking this theory and this um philosophical shit when push come to shove an abusive person just don't come in one day be like ha ha bitch i got you no it's slow it's it's it's, it's a slow methodical it's, it's like a really really like a crock pot it's a slow burn another point um she also probably didn't want to take the check because of how it looked correct oh his girlfriend works here and we gotta give her a job why like she you you did to earn this job so i i don't want to check i don't want y'all to think i'm just in here getting paid because i'm fucking this dude uh but yes yeah, even though they did eventually force her to take a check uh probably because the company was like you we literally don't have get to sued. right by this time like i said i was terrified to piss him off so I, I did what he said uh including letting him sexually assault me regularly i was expected to be ready for him when he came home from work how did this happen at the beginning of our relationship i was quite ill often due to my diet something i'll get to in a bit one night he initiated and i said i'm sorry can we not tonight i'm really feeling sick he responded i just want to remind you the reason my last relationship didn't work out was because of the lack of sex it was a veiled threat and i succumbed every night i laid there for him occasionally in tears he called it starfishing he thought the whole idea was funny to be fair i did go along with it out of fear of losing him i'm still recovering from being sexually used not in a super fun way for three years yeah and and that's a fear that a lot of men know that a lot of women have Mm -hmm. you know because society has taught women straight women but society has taught people you're worthless if you are alone that you, you you're not worthy of anybody if you are alone and that's not true sometimes you are your own best company mm-hmm. being alone ain't a quote-unquote bad thing you right. know but society teaches it a bad thing when you're alone you can learn yourself who you are when you're alone you can grow when you're alone you can just do a lot of things that you don't have to deal with when you have a partner or a mate and all relationships ain't good relationships well also in this there's this dynamic of this older man right telling a younger woman like this is just life honey like this is what it is yeah like you don't know as much as i know i'm i'm 50 you know i'm telling you right now i uh if you're not fucking me then i'm pretty much just gonna have to cheat on you and treat you like shit so uh i don't care if you just gotta lay there and give it to me you just gotta you gotta do what you gotta do because this you're a grown-up now baby this is what it is and i can see somebody kind of being like i guess this is what sex is correct and for, for us and me and you talked about it that's why a lot of these older dudes a lot of they get the same generic woman that's 15 to 20 years that's senior that's purpose i think is purposefully done because they know you don't know nothing mm-hmm. you're still learning you haven't completely come into womanhood yet you know they don't want to have nobody that got demands and gonna tell them what they is and ain't gonna do they don't want to have nobody that'll actually uh, buck up against them and be like i'm not gonna tolerate this shit 
yep um uh and also just as a human being what does that say about you you would lay there while somebody's fucking crying underneath you on some color purple shit like what that's your sex that's your love life uh the first time i told him i loved him after six months of hoping he said first his response was and i quote i think i love you too and homophobic slur um which i'm assuming he thought was a, a funny joke like oh i'm being sarcastic but uh now that she's put his business in the street uh <laughs> none of it was off limits mm-hmm. <laughs> um what i wanted was a partner someone to confide in someone to share things with someone who wouldn't judge me someone i knew would be there for me what i felt th- that this man wanted was a woman who would feed him sleep with him and go to events with him i watched and supported him as he grew from highly successful podcast to powerhouse ceo of his own company he was obsessed with celebrity being famous famous people he did not spend any time with people he considered friends it only really made uh time for industry people who he considered worth it i myself was very little personal support had very little personal support and i've been alienated from my own friends uh, alienation is a huge part of abuse mm-hmm. that's one of the number one signs other than an occasional party i was obligated to leave early when he decided it was time sometimes he'd let me go play D D, but i always had a curfew he would yell at his voicemails at me and I, if i didn't answer his calls i was expected to follow him everywhere and exist pretty much solely for him save for a hosting job once in a while when cameras were on us he was a prince turned them off and he was a nightmare yeah i mean this dude has also been trying to be famous since fucking uh he was on mtv on that dating show i remember somebody saying that. i don't remember that show but somebody remember somebody bringing it up yeah he like kind of rebranded himself as the nerd dude mm. um like the nerdy i mean i think nerdist like i'm the nerdiest nerd dude um so um i don't think it was um um very um far-fetched that he could be um a guy that would craft his image very hard i mean you have to almost to do what he did for a living which was mm-hmm. hey i get famous people to come on my shit you know what i mean like i'm uh i'm professionally a nice guy like i have to do that i have to turn on the i say this a muscle all the time you know like people have that muscle and it doesn't necessarily make them make them a good or a bad person but you know megan kelly doesn't have that muscle uh but al roker does al roker could right. be the dose evilest vile motherfucker behind the scenes but that camera turns on hey hey hold there come on <laughs> we got our cold front coming in it's like whoa okay and you can turn that you know it's a funny Chappelle joke they turn off the camera and he's like no nah, i talk like this motherfucker you know so it, it's that kind of thing um but yeah i i wouldn't be shocked i mean the dude has crafted an image you know mm-hmm um uh i watched and supported him and da, 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 da. um when it, uh during all of this i lost myself both mentally and physically i lost 15 pounds in a week started pulling out my own hair had to get extensions regularly to hide it i generally stopped speaking unless spoken to a while with him drifting through life like a ghost i would try to sleep in as late as possible so my days were shorter uh i stopped listening to music entirely i ceased to be i was an ex-person uh and then she talked about how she had to save herself she ended up falling for another man like soon as she left him um she literally just met the dude and basically she was looking for the first motherfucker that she thought could save her from him 
unfortunately there was a slight crossover a kiss a kiss and i, I immediately told him about he surprisingly instantly forgave me told her turned to total 180 begged me not to leave him even told me he was planning to propose despite stating previously he had no intention to marry me i knew this all stemmed from his fear of being alone he actually got engaged very shortly after i left him so luckily i remained strong in my resolve to leave him despite my only desire for three years being that he loved me the way i loved him one of the things interesting that people talk about with chris Harwick, i don't listen to his podcast so i didn't know this right um i'm not you know i recognize he's a staple of tv but i'm not a huge fan of his um he apparently used to go on on the podcast all the time and talk about his ex-girlfriend in very mean ways and say she cheated on him and oh yes and all this shit so for people that are doing the whole what about him me too has gone too far how can she just put this account out there he's been going around telling people she cheated on him and they had a public relationship for a few years people know that they were together they know her through him okay she worked at his company yeah nigga that that's not cool either Mm-mm. you don't you don't get to decide when i retaliate that it's fucked up for me to say something after a nigga has been dragging me across the fucking timeline and 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 the podcast land every day you don't get to say i'm the one that's an asshole who does that anyway um uh because of my leaving him for someone else he caught made calls to several companies i regularly receive work from to get me fired by threatening to never work with them he succeeded i was blacklisted with the assistance of a woman who gained my trust in my heart over the past year he steamrolled my career the woman actively made it her mission to destroy my friendships and she did because by the time they realized she was an unreliable source the damage had already been done to be fair and breakouts like this when some friends will just naturally gravitate towards a person who wields more power and ability to employ them especially in business in the business i'm in despite whatever history exists still there's so much more to that woman's story including six other women who have reputation and careers she's attempted to sabotage but i don't want to digress too far from my point which is abusive relationships not friendships this time uh in my life was agony and she talks about she almost killed herself um and she didn't end up going through with that obviously and then she got therapy and all this other stuff um so uh she said i'll leave you with this i lost my period for a year because of anorexia Mm. somehow i got pregnant uh ecto ecto ectopically uh i was told i'd have to have surgery immediately because ectopic uh or ectopic uh pregnancies are very dangerous and can often be fatal when i found out i collapsed on the floor terrified he would be furious with me between sides i told him over the phone please don't be mad and don't worry i have to have surgery to have it removed or it could kill me at any time my fear of his anger at me getting pregnant was literally greater than my fear of death let me add in here i'll never forget the night he slept in the cot at the foot of my hospital bed after my surgery it made me believe that deep down inside of him maybe there was a man who loved me then after my recovery he and my mother were greeted by the doctor the surgery went well should be fine said the doctor thank god said my mother that's great when do you think i can have sex with her again said my ex it was his first question and my mother never forgot um while we were together he was repeatedly shared with me that he was terrified i would talk publicly about how he treated me but i'm done protecting him at the expense of my own mental health talk about he talked about me publicly incorrectly speculating loudly and regular and regularly that i was sleeping around on him on multiple occasions once in front of an audience of thousands at a convention it got so bad i ended up having to ask my lawyer to write his this him a letter to write his lawyer a letter <clears throat> meanwhile 
Pub- cease and desist quit doing <coughs> that bullshit right. meanwhile because people knew y'all were attached together so it's not like you were anonymously talking about somebody meanwhile publicly i continually tried to go high when he went low also at the time i knew i w- it was unlikely people would choose to believe me over a cheery sounding famous guy all it would do uh to properly come forward was hurt me and guess what it will probably hurt me now too despite the me too movement we come a long way but we still have a ways to go uh you know perhaps this post could be construed as me going low when i should be going high but i like to think michelle obama will support me in this because i'm not alone this type of relationship is so common and so easy to slip into normalizing behavior happens incredibly quickly and one can lose track of what is acceptable treatment and that's the big question is it uh isn't it if this person treated you so badly what did you why did you stay your guesses will probably include it wasn't that bad memories can warp he was famous she enjoyed the lifestyle for the record i usually insisted on paying for dinner thank you very much yeah should have took that check from that job and let that rich motherfucker pay for dinner fuck that three she was dumb and or weak and didn't have the strength to stand up to him especially if you wasn't even eating much because of the whole food thing like nigga you gonna pay for this motherfucking bread or whatever fuck i'm eating tonight i know that much oh starfishing me ass nigga um right uh at any rate she just believed that he would change that's uh that's basically why Mm -hmm. Um, and that is a trick i've talked to a lot of women who have been in abusive relationships and relationships have different levels of abuse mm -hmm. and you know for some people it start off like this and then eventually it gets physical and it'll be i never hurt you again i never hit you again i never punch you again and and these things where there's constantly apologies constantly big gifts constantly going overboard to try to get you to stay yeah the other thing that's interesting um she ends this basically like hey man a sincere heartfelt apology could have made my last four years a hell a lot easier the person i used to date would try to sue try to sue me to pride uh i would not recommend it uh due to pride i would not recommend it i have audio and video that will support and prove many of the things i've stated in this post i've chosen not to include it for your sake in the hopes that the person you become will do the right thing um so he issued a response right mm-hmm. um and his response was essentially i ain't do none of that shit now um what's interesting in his uh in his response um he essentially says like yeah we would yell and fight sometimes but you know we wouldn't actually uh you know uh i i didn't do none of that shit you accused me of you know which sounds like he might be setting the world up for if she does have video of him yelling at her and shit he'll be like see i told y'all sometimes couples fight like what's so bad about me yelling at this woman and <laughs> and, and all this stuff that she's claiming is abuse i mean that could just be two people arguing um which you know um i guess is i that's a stretch to me uh he said these are very serious allegations not to be taken lightly which is why i've taken the day to consider how to respond i was heartbroken to read chloe's post our three-year relationship was not perfect we were ultimately uh 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 ad popped up okay uh uh we were ultimately not a good match and argued and even shouted at each other but i loved her and did my best to uplift and support her as a partner and companion anyway and at no time did i sexually assault her uh he basically said he was he was that da- he was uh blindsided by all this 
we were living together i found out that chloe had cheated on me and i ended the relationship now see that right there is a weird thing to put in the article like if like let's say i'm accused of all this shit um that she's saying happened it's only because you've been going around for years telling the world this story that she cheated on you and everyone should feel sorry for you and so if you use your platform to bash her we should all just laugh along with you and say it's okay despite the huge age difference and um power difference and the dynamic of her working for you and all this shit we're supposed to just overlook that as audience and laugh at the nice funny guy but uh in this statement why would you need to even bring that up it's like you're trying to say she's a bad person she cheated on me so everything she's saying must be a lie right and a lot of his fan base them white nerd males are gonna eat it up think about people that have had someone cheat on them how often does a person in this situation get caught cheating or whatever the fuck and then go and i still want to ruin your life years later let me just make up a random accusation four years after the fact who the fuck would do that anyway for several weeks after we broke up she asked to get back together with me and even told me she wanted to have kids with me and build a life with me and told me i was the one but i did not want to be with someone who was unfaithful he added in a carefully crafted response i'm devastated to read she's now accusing me of conduct that did not occur i was blindsided by a post and i always wanted the best for her as a husband a son and a future father i do not condone any type of mistreatment of women i'll tell you this much dog you better be telling the truth because if she says she got evidence of videos that mean text that a lie whatever conversations y'all had you better not be fucking lying bro i know that much i mean obviously this is an accusation we don't know what what right now she claims to have more proof more evidence i mean yeah and other people have came out like within the nerdist company itself they've came out publicly so you know right Mm-mm right now now that was more about racist stuff what then you said some people come out publicly about no not no i have i have that too and i'm gonna bring it out um just didn't so that was enough you know one way right this is why i went yeah something's up nerdist issued a statement that it deleted him from their founders on the website he had not had dealings with them according to them in managerial roles or anything for two years his contract expired at the end of december last year and they did not renew it it's fucking june and he's chris fucking hardwick you renew that contract if you think everything's on the up and up you're happy if he doesn't come to you and go i actually want way more money oh yeah they heard rumors of rumbling something some right like something was up in the me and and specifically in the me too time you go let's not renew his contract i didn't think about it somebody was saying that might be why they canceled at midnight maybe i don't know i don't know because at midnight had great ratings right right for it just to stop um so i don't know i just know something stinks about all this shit um chris harwood had no operational involvement with nerdist for the two years preceding the expiration of his contract december 2017 he no longer had any affiliation with legendary digital networks the company has removed all references to mr harwick even as the original founder of nerdist pending further investigation they knew something and they wanted to separate themselves and they was like this brand is bigger than you now 
yeah people have been tweeting about um him and their dealings with him like people that are um that have worked with him other men oh you know people saying like i'm happy to not have to cover for a boss that's clearly a racist you know hey this dude has been the problem with toxic men in our industry for a while and it's good that he's gone like um yeah nigga it's not um this does not seem to be the um surprise to a lot of people that knew him or worked with him that you would think it would be uh now of course that hasn't stopped people from defending him um the new york post put out a the takedown of chris harwick has go, shows me too has gone too far as they always do with the guys they like right um um keep in mind he's only had his show taken off they didn't fire him or say the show won't come back they're gonna investigate Correct. which i don't understand how that means me too's gone too far the fuck is the corporate responsibility of a motherfucker that finds this out is amc supposed to just keep acting like nothing happened are you fucking crazy because because see this is the catch-22 with these motherfuckers that write these editorials so we don't do nothing we stand by our man we decide as a company hey you know what dog chris harwick's all right with us he's never done anything at this job let's just let him work then y'all go um when he does something more horrible or some evidence gets revealed well why didn't amc do anything sooner they knew he was accused why didn't they even look into it that's what happens you know what i'm saying like how fucked up is that these motherfuckers are gonna judge you either way it's you're overreacting okay well we're not gonna do anything you let this motherfucker stay on the air for three more years knowing he had this dirt on him shame on you all you care about is money you know it's 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 some real shaky shit out there with the way people talk about these things right and me you talked about this before and i will say this again companies have been watching companies fuck shit like this up and they know certain shit you just don't do right like like they know companies that got more media savvy because i think social media threw a lot of companies for a loop because a lot of companies they are big moving ships and they're slow to change right so they didn't understand how something happened on social media can instantly affect your stocks, instantly affect your bonds, instantly affect fuck your money up if you don't do certain things right. It ain't like a riffle. It's like an instant uh, stop uh, or, or, or shift. And most right. large companies don't adjust like that. They're slow to change. So I think that particularly with the nerdists, they was like, no, 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 no. Uh, we're going to jump ahead of the ship and we don't want to have to deal with it because the thing is anybody that stays associated with him are going to have to deal with questions about him constantly and no company wants to deal with somebody that's actually bigger than your brand every time you do an interview every time he comes up he's going to be asked about it you're going to be asked about it do you you know it's going to be questions do you condone this how do you feel about this they're going to start asking your employees so people don't like ah we don't want to deal with this let's let's just suspend and sit down so people ask us we can go well it's under investigation it's under investigation so Mm -hmm. it it almost pushes the burden to kind of uh deal with that off of you yeah so this is kind of interesting because they do this shit for this me too shit with the it's too far it's too much honestly nothing's happened to him he hasn't gone to trial he hasn't gone to court he hasn't even officially lost his job right um the company already hadn't renewed his contract and shit 
um so i it's not like he lost out on money there he's been trashing this woman's public reputation for years at this point you never gave a fuck about hers when he was out here calling her cheater and making jokes and lat roasting her that was just part of the, the game right she just had to live with that people knowing who she was and uh and how he talked about her that was just what she's supposed to do as a woman but the second that you go well turnabout is fair play now i want to speak my part whoa 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 you're rushing to a conclusion we're just da 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 now i've been thinking about this i honestly don't know what power you have as a company when you find out somebody's emotionally abusive in a relationship and it didn't happen on your at your job or on your premises i honestly don't know the rules to that and uh, and that's one of the scary parts quote unquote to a lot of people with me too uh movement is this idea there's some some policies some things that we ha- don't have a thing in place for and now these these are things are that have to be brought up but here's the problem she worked for his company that's number one right so now we're talking about employee boss relationship correct and number two more importantly and and people have already gone on twitter and said hey i was one of these companies that he reached out to if he blackballed her from the industry or from jobs he has to fucking go because that is work related yes now that I, is. I don't know i don't i don't know this shit about abuse in relationships i'm not i don't know enough about the legal recourses of a company and all that shit it's it's easy for us to sit on twitter and shit and talk Mm -hmm. about how oh just fire him just do this i don't fucking know i don't know if you do that and then all of a sudden you get sued to fucking oblivion because you actually can't say uh we found out you spanked your kid so we you lost your job Uh, i don't know how that works um and especially with emotional abuse because when there's something criminal like physical abuse domestic violence um there's certain things people can do where it's like yeah that's not a disagreement that's not a fight like you fucking hit your wife in the eye you went to jail you off the job right something like a person coming out saying he was basically shitty to me and as far as i'm concerned sexually assaulted me he might even have grounds to go in a courtroom and win that case like i'm not even sure that the legal definition of uh, i mean courtrooms don't even hold up when there's some jump out the bushes raping so i don't so i don't even know that he would go to jail for some shit like i don't even think it's that like type of deal so i don't know what a company necessarily can do for that stuff this is the ugly icky part of these conversations that we don't get to have because people are too far jumping on like this guy's i like this guy don't say anything about him or throw him in the trash he's trash to end but there's this big part in the middle that a lot of people a lot of people probably have experienced this type of abuse more so than harvey weinstein's uh black uh, like his casting couch right this shit like you work with somebody that's gone through this shit Mm -hmm. or you yourself have gone you've gone through this and you haven't said anything some of y'all have done this to somebody else this pressured them into sex this i'm gonna get blue balls i don't don't care if you just gotta lay there and let me help you some of y'all have done this and that's the reason you'd rather talk about something else right then examine like am i wrong did i what did i owe somebody apology do i fucking did i fuck up how do they feel about this was this done to me was that uh abuse was i sexually assaulted how does that work you know because we don't talk about consent and shit Mm -mm. till it's till after you fuck up then we talk about consent right 
but there's a lot of people that maybe you have children you should be talking to about this now come on you know like there's a lot of opportunity here to learn but what's going to happen is it's going to become about is chris hardwick good or bad is this woman telling the truth or not is uh is this uh should he lose his job are we going too far me too ain't got nobody wrong yet and all these uh allegations get vetted when they report rumors and innuendo these papers go and research this shit and back it up we saw what happened with george takai he was accused of something we was just reading last week they was like actually we went and looked into that and it's not what that dude said these like somebody will look into this if she has corroborating evidence and like i said people on i've seen tweets of people that say look this shit happened he told us not to let her work with us Mm. and we you know and we have a list of people that we don't allow to work with us and she was just another name on this long list we don't know why people go on that list we just are told don't work with so-and-so and so-and-so and so we stopped working with them but he i corroborate that that happened so it's only gonna take a few of those people and if they can prove that this nigga was blackballing her that's a very easy thing to prove i don't know how you can ever bring him back or work with him again right because now you done took your personal relationship vendetta into a professional place and who knows what other kind of shit you might be doing at the job well, you can get somebody else to host that show sure can and keep it pushing that won't get us sued or in court or some shit right so uh anyway let's go ahead and get into um sore ratchetness because uh this has gone way too long and it was so serious <laughs> but i don't apologize i i personally need to get these things out today because i don't want to talk about them on social media nope don't want to go down that nope have them conversations yep so uh and we're gonna have fun tomorrow with uh queen and jay for sure to uh they will be on can't wait to talk to that lady and jay uh you guys will get that if y'all listen to their show if not you won't get it at all that's fine uh sore ratchet this time Chris Hardwick feels singled out. All right, I'm done. Uh, Melbourne, Florida. A Florida man is in jail after law authorities say he threw a samurai sword at deputies responding to a domestic disturbance call. Oh. Brevard County Sheriff's deputies were responding to a 911 call Wednesday from a woman who said her son was threatening her with a pair of swords. Florida. A pair? Mm hmm. Florida Today reports that when deputies arrived, they found 24 year old jeffrey crane holding the samurai swords and he refused to put them down investigators say crane then threw one of the swords at the deputies a stun gun was used to subdue crane who had blood alcohol content of 0.36 shit Ooh, he was lit 0.08 is the legal limit so he was like four times the legal limit or some shit Ooh, a little over that i don't know that's a high tolerance right damn this nigga is your liver okay crane faces several charges including domestic abuse and aggravated assault on law enforcement office he was being he's still being held in brevard county jail on saturday uh he didn't say if he has a lawyer information from florida today um is where they got it from so 
florida and swords who would have known guys <laughs> all right we'll be back tomorrow um sorry i talked so much today karen oh uh, you good sometimes you gotta just get some things off your chest because sometimes it be me talking i hear you thank you for being here and uh supporting me um because love is everything okay? it is all right we'll talk to y'all tomorrow till then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.